Welcome to Fans of the Forge. We are wrapping up Season 5, Episode 32, The Invitational Tournament Round 3, where we have the blacksmiths. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Sean. To my right, we have Chris. And all the way over there, we have Teresa. So let's get right to it. Our contestants this week, Derek, 15 years experience, full-time. We have Carl, who's a part-time smith at 20 years of experience. Charlie, part-time, five years. And Tony, full-time, six years experience. Mm. So we all picked Derek for our regular picks. Teresa picked Charlie as her underdog, and Chris and I chose Tony as our underdog. Yep. Yep. One note about Tony that like he had this cool like Indian Larry tattoo on his forearm that I noticed, which you know it's like a weird question mark. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and he's he's a an old bike builder that passed away some years ago, but he's pretty cool. So anyway, round one, they have to harvest steel from provided tools to make a signature Damascus blade with a drop point and through tang. It was more than just tools there. Uh, there was a, a lot of different things, including like fish hooks. Yeah, just materials, just kind of. Things you would find in a tool shed. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, specs were layered Damascus, probably 12 to 15 inches, not to exceed 22. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And you have to use two-inch cube canisters. The baby ones. The little little wee ones. <laughs> We've seen those, what, once before? Yeah. 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 Um, so all the judges, they all, to describe what a drop point was, each one of the judges pulled out a knife. Right. So like Ben pulled his out to kind of show that this is what a drop point looks like. And then Dave Baker's like, yeah, cause this, well, this is, is what like it a spear. doesn't look like. Right. And Mark, Dave, uh, <laughs> Mark Hyda's whips He's like, out. I want to play too. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. They have knives out. <laughs> yeah. So Derek, uh, he grabs a shovel and he starts slicing it up into pieces to fill his can. Um, he welds his cubes together to make a Damascus. Uh, didn't really show much more of him, so that's Just doing a good sign. Carl, he uses some fish hooks for his Damascus, and he banded one of his cans through the process. Um, it was leaking. Yeah, yeah, it was right. kind of shooting sparks. He got rid of that. Um, he draws out his billet, finds some D-lands at the end, the art forge rolled together, so he cuts it off with a chop saw and remakes the point. And they showed, they actually showed him sh- heating up his oil prior to the quench, which I think most of them do, but they never show it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving on to Charlie, he uh, used some chisels and rasps, and he only used one can. And then he used supplemented steel. Um, it was a leaf spring. And to kind of beef up that, you know, his material so he could kind of draw it out. And he found some cold shuts after quenching. Um, and he did, he took a long time to get his billet formed. Moving on to Tony, he went with a coil spring. Um, and that gave him some issues. Eventually, he decided not to remove his canister. And he implements, yeah, he just used that and kept a mild steel with his blade. I think the issues with the coils was he was. Like they had a, a paint or something on them. They that did. They showed some sort of coating. He was trying to scrape off, and he's just there on the grinder with his hand. And he's just, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's that sucks. Time. So moving on to judging, um, Derek had a good shape. Uh, Carl was a good chopper shape, but there were some visible seams in the knife. 
Uh, Charlie had a cold shut right at the back end of the blade. And Tony had a solid piece, very thick spine and edge. This thing was beefy. Oh, yeah, it was big. Very um, beefy. With Derek's, it had a good shape. They noted that where he had the welding of the canisters. You could kind of see that seam. I had a hard time seeing it, but I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say yeah. it was. It wasn't there. There's only so much they can pick up on the camera too. Right. That I mean, maybe it's easier to see by eye. Yeah. He took two cubes, stuck them together, welded them, and was right there was a slight yeah. scene there. From, yeah. From that. So, uh, Charlie's cold shuts were the most concerning out of the group. So Charlie got the boot. Right. And so, yeah, his was like right where the tang met the blade. So yeah. yeah. You knew that He's it was just gonna spell. break if it went any further for him round two the contestants had to add handles with pommels attached to their through tank Derek started off by fixing his weld flaws as, as best as he could and found out that they were really just superficial so he made out okay he didn't have anything to really worry about uh, he took some antler and made a, a guard with his antler and then had some brass that he could use for his pommel and then they showed him etching his blade, and he actually got a nice pattern from the random Damascus that he had. He was he was actually surprised with it. Uh, good for him. No real issues, at least not that they showed. Carl, he started off by reshaping his tang because his was very, very big, and he had to take it from being a full tang down to an actual through tang. And then he moved on to addressing his delaminations, and he had no experience adding a pommel to a knife before so he was really just winging it and uh yeah eventually he he got it through and then lastly tony um seemed to not really be doing so great with with this round he just had a lot of issues he was running the grinder he had to grind a lot off his blade but he was running it really slow and the judges pointed that out like he's never gonna be able to grind this thing down if he's yeah. running it at that speed and then Okay, he's working on the handle, right? And he decides, well, I have this orange stabilized burl wood that I want to use as my handle, and I'll cut a hole through. And then he kind of just was going to try to push it on, almost like the burn-through method, but without doing the burning part. Right. And he then takes the knife in his hand, the blade itself, holds that, goes to a vise, and starts hitting it down on the vise while holding the blade. Right. So <laughs> barehanded. It, yeah. it was clearly not sharpened at that point, but it's like it looks like a knife. So it's got you see it and it's just like, oh gosh, oh gosh, this is not gonna go well. The judges are flipping out. They're saying, what well, is he doing? This they're is flipping out just because he's going to break the handle material. Yeah, they're not right. worried about his hand. Ben was peeing his pants. <laughs> he's like, oh, 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 you can't, oh, it's going to break. Oh. It's like, dude, come on, man. It's a piece of wood. Yeah, if it breaks, it'll, you know, get another piece. Like, you know, drama. Yeah, yeah drama. But they really stressed out over that. <laughs> seems really... A little bit unnecessary, it's, but what ben, happened? Ben, you didn't make the blade. You didn't make <laughs> that handle material. It's not like he's breaking something of yours. That's true. That's a good point. Um, then they showed him putting his pommel on, and they, they showed the camera only had five minutes left. The time frame didn't seem to make sense to me. It just seemed like there's no way he only had five minutes from 
putting finishing the pommel, then running to the grinder, and only using the remainder of that time to to grind out the handle. Yeah, and, no, and, I mean that handle was just square. Yeah, right? I was like, how was he gonna? No, there's no time for that to to happen. For nah. him to shoot that. Yeah, it was. Then he still have to like sharpen the blade yeah. too. Yeah, like yeah, the blade. Like, I was like, you can't do both in like one minute. So I was yeah, like, no. no. Yeah, but then he said that he didn't do much sharpening on the blade. And we'll get to that too. Yeah, I mean, so. but he still had to get the shape there. Mm. Right. Well, when they came to their testing, first they did the strength test, which was a fire brick chop. Ben Abbott swinging at those fire bricks six times. Um, Derek, his forge weld held up well. It was a good handle and weight, but he did have noticeable chipping in, in the edges. And I feel like you're going to hit a knife onto a brick. Like something's got chip. It just seems like, I mean, I guess if yeah. people have gotten through like antler stuff in the past without any chipping, but it just seems to me like, with what they had to work with, it's not surprising that there were chips in his edge. Firebrick is kind of brittle, but man, that, <laughs> yeah. that chewed up that blade. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Um, Carl, he had a good weight as well. Um, he also had chipping and rolling on the edge. And then Tony, Tony. came in yeah. and just smashed the bricks. Oh, dude, it was awesome. And then had to look for more brick to smash. Yeah. So he could get the six in. <laughs> yeah. So tore through those bricks and it was said that the edge held up well but it didn't say that the edge was sharp it just said it held up well at that point and moving forward they then had the sharpness test doug marcada would do the grinder belt slash across five of these grinder belts and this test didn't go so well it was a difficult one Mm -hmm. Derek only cut one and then part of the second one, and Doug said, it will cut a little bit. Carl cut some of the first one, but didn't even make it all the way through, and he, it will cut even less. And then Tony, Tony, it just like bounced right off. I was hopeful. I was like, man, if he just gets anything, then he's moving on. Yeah, no, he, he got he, nothing. He got nothing. So unfortunately, it was just he had an edge as thick as like an axe edge. It just wasn't as yeah. a sharp uh, edge, so it just did not cut. And because of that, even though he demolished the fire bricks, he got the boot. Yeah. On to round three, the nightly pole axe which was a favorite weapon of European knights in the 14th through 16th centuries. It was versatile and brutal. Multi-part construction with an axe blade, a hammerhead, and a spike mounted on a long shaft, which was ideal for combat against armor-clad opponents. Um, The specs were that it needed to include a spike, a top spike, axe, and hammerhead, langeys on both sides of the shaft, and a guard below the langeys. And we need to mention... It could also be seen in the hit mobile game Dominations. That's I was right. Say that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He took it. That's okay. So Derek lit his coal forge with his hands. He like had a little thing. He lit it on fire, and then he placed it in the coal forge. Um, as he said something like, "As a blacksmith, uh, you have to make tools to accomplish the task at hand." So he made his tools first for what he was going to be using to create his blade which was cool 
Um, that was day one. Day three, he spent working on the hole for the shaft and drawing out the axe. Starts running short on material and needed to adjust, so he had to kind of take metal from around the eye part of it and bring it down onto where the blade is. Um, day four, he did a heat treat on the axe head, and on day five, he was doing his assembly where he did not use any glue. Mm-hmm. Everything was held together using just the metal and the uh, wood. He went to go do his own little home test and broke the spike off with almost no le- time left <laughs> in <his> five <laughs> days. Let's make note here. He had this old car <laughs> that was stripped down, full of stuff, burnt. <laughs> just, I don't know what the deal is, dude. Because then he had to go digging through to find that spike. (laughs) I'm sure there's a story there, but man. Um, So he had to dig through to find that spike and arc weld it back on to the top of it. And he mentioned that he's only been arc welding for like three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) This holds up. Um, So then Carl, on his first day, he forge welded the two pieces together to start on the axe head. Day three was spent working on the shaft and the face of the hammer. Um, and he did a MIG weld in there to, to hold that on. It's sacrificing authenticity, but a modern blacksmith uses modern tools. So seemingly the opposite philosophy of what Derek holds to. Yep. Um, day five was spent with assembly. And as he's working on the pommel, he cracked something inside the shaft and then the pommel becomes loose. He fixed it, but in doing so, it doesn't quite look as nice as it did. Yeah, well, I mean, you could see where the crack was in the wood, and he was he was using like glue or epoxy to close that up as best as he could, but it was just kind of filling in the hole at that point. Mm-hmm. But luckily, it was at a spot where it shouldn't feasibly affect the testing because it's at the bottom of the shaft. That's not really going to be taking any of the force. And even when they showed both of them later it still looked nice yeah yeah um i noted that Derek's a little better maybe that's just personal aesthetics oh, it was awesome looking <laughs> his was really badass it had the burned wood oh yeah also. so they go in for their various judging tests the kill test was a ballistics dummy um Derek destroys the dummy broken bones and the flesh ripped off just fell with like a yeah <laughs> But then Carl also destroys, crushes the bones, rips the organs out. The downside is that it was top-heavy and had a slow recovery. However, it will destruct and kill. Um, So I was taking the notes at this point, commercial break, and I see that there's three minutes left on the recording. Oh. Okay. We go for our strength test. Break through a medieval door five times. Or the goal was to break through the medieval door. They struck it five times. Derek, not a mark on it. No damage. Everything is still tight. Tight. Strong weapon. Nicely done. Carl, that MIG weld failed, and the hammerhead came off after the test. So it started to get a little loose. Dave Baker's talking about it. He's, like, wiggling it, and then all of a sudden just comes off. Catastrophic fail. Derek wins. The whole head popped off. It was... Weird. So, 
But it was almost like he was surprised that it fully came off, too, because he was pointing it out, and then it's just like, oh, okay, here. He was holding it in is what it was. Oh, was he? And so, because they cut through different angles of it, and you can tell, like, he was holding it, and it was jiggling, like, moving a little bit as he was talking. And so, like, he then said, well, I was doing this so it wouldn't break so that we could hopefully move on, like, trying to support it. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't, there was nothing to support at that point. It was just... I, I don't know if I believe that. If it's that kind of loose, how could they feel that it's safe enough to bring to another test? It depends on what the sharpness test was supposed to be. I think you swing in that thing at all, that thing would just fly out. Like I wouldn't say well, that's even safe enough to... If it was... That's the thing. They didn't know. If it was just loose... But it, if it was still, it was if it was integral, but something let go and was loose in the inside, it might still stay. But when the guy's like, "Oh no, I MIG welded it there," he goes, hey, "That's what happened. You broke right at the MIG weld, and so it's not even attached." Yeah. Right. And then it just went boom. Well, he's like, "Well, there it goes," and he just took the whole thing off. <laughs> and so we all get points. Hooray! Yay! So Teresa is in the lead still, and she's gonna be in the lead for the rest of the season because we can't possibly oh. win. Thirty-six points for Teresa. Twenty-five points for myself. Twenty-three points for Sean. Great! And that was fantastic. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> episode three of the Invitational Tournament, which means there's two episodes left. The modern metalworker episode, which they haven't done yet, and then the the finale. Finale. So that leads uh, to some interesting uh, nights of television coming up soon. And interestingly enough, that is not the end of the season. Are you serious? <laughs> There's more. There's at least one more episode <laughs> that I saw today that is scheduled to be on November seventh. And I believe October 31st, I believe, would be when the Invitational Tournament is over. And then the following week, there is a episode where people have to make the Grim Reaper site. Wow. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. So that one looks really cool. I, I can't wait to see that. And it's that, it kind of sucks that it I got That all one would be offset. fitting on Halloween. If, yeah. If they, maybe they could have held off the Invitational Tournament one week and did their special Halloween episode and then finished the tournament. They could oh. put any of these episodes before this, after all that stuff. Yeah, that didn't really matter. But anyway, so the season is never going to end. More fun for us. But we might stop our game then. <laughs> I get too frustrated with picking points. You get so mad. I can't. Well, you know they don't do matter. It. it doesn't matter. It's over with. It's, it's, his whole <laughs> it family matter. does this. It, <laughs> they can't lose. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The points don't matter. I know that. It doesn't matter. I I can't control when I am in some sort of competition. I need to. You win. lost. I know. <laughs> There's no but I want points still. We're still getting points. So you're you're trying really hard for second, even yes. though you're in second. You yes. want to make sure you stay there because one wrong move and then you bump me into third place and then I'm. And last. You need two wrong moves. I can only catch you next episode as long as we don't have the same pick. And I have to get the underdog. So you have to have zero. (laughs) I have to have the underdog to catch you. Yes, I am aware. All of this explanation means nothing to me. All I know is I need points. 
even though I can't win. I'll give you my points. You want my points? <laughs> that doesn't, it's not how it works. That, oh, okay. So you'd win then. Sean gave you his points. That wouldn't, that's not how it works. <laughs> you win, Chris. No. You're a winner. You stole <laughs> okay, my points. Okay, enough. Charity points. Your point has been made. <laughs> anyway, that was the episode. Season five, episode 32. Ooh. Invitational Ooh. tournament round three. The blacksmiths, and they had to make the nightly poleaxe. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube. We are at 198 oh, on YouTube. Nice. Like, we're so close. Get us to 200 if you're seeing this and you're not subscribing. Did Just we get to... anything for 200? No. no. Bragging rights. If you guys get us to 1,000, I think we get something special. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember Maybe. what. But That's a lot to ask. 200 cool, though. 200's cool. You know, we're getting ever closer to hitting 700 Instagram followers, so that's nice. kind of neat. Um. Yeah, so that's that. We will catch you on the next one. See you. Bye-bye. Hopefully I don't fuck this up. That's why I Chris wanted to do that. <laughs> hmm? I just got to be careful when I place my thumb. That's all. Yeah, don't hit the button. I know. <laughs> got to get you a different mouse. Or just don't hit the button. Well, it's not that easy. The, <laughs> the, the rest words, of us, it, your thumb the just is going. The thumb just goes there. It does. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it. Look, look what happened. Ah, 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 ah,